Hello and welcome to the 1 of second photography podcast. This episode is going to be a strange episode because it's going to be talking about things that are quite subjective. For me, I think decent customer services is really important for a company. And I find if I don't get that off a company, then I'm probably not going to use them again. This is when something goes wrong. When nothing goes wrong and there's no problems and you don't have anything that needs fixing, correcting, refunding, reimbursing, then it doesn't matter what the customer service is like. It's when things go wrong. That's when you need customer services. And I found myself in three different positions when I needed to contact customer services regarding photography and videography stuff. And they all had different responses. And I thought it's quite interesting. They're different responses and how it compares to, to what we know and understand. There's a lot of noise in the internet at the moment about camera manufacturers listening to their consumers. Sony are being praised at the moment for listening to a lot of concerns that people have raised and improving their cameras. Canon are, are being slated for not innovating and not really keeping up with where they should and Nikon to a certain extent are as well. So it's always a bit of a bit of an arms race isn't it? One company does better and they, they release something and the other company just has to release the next better thing and so on and so forth. What's good about competition, it spurs companies on. So quite recently, I bought a GoPro Hero 7 Black for doing YouTube videos. It's a very good piece of kit for doing YouTube videos. Uh, it's really good to have the stabilization. I, I find that stabilization is one of those things I, I love and I hate. Stabilized video is fantastic. It means you can walk about, you can do things and it, it doesn't look terrible. Otherwise you have to bring a tripod or you have to bring a stabilizer a gimbal and a gimbal can be a hassle. Gimbals are a right old hassle sometimes. So I got a GoPro Hero 7 Black and I was very tempted by the DJI Osmo Pocket. But in the end I went with the GoPro Hero 7 Black and it was fine and it was great. And then I decided I wanted to record audio in it and then I had to shell out for an adapter. There's only one adapter, no third parties make them. It's only made by GoPro and you can't get them anywhere. It's like, it's like they've sold out. So every couple of months I would check on the GoPro website and I'd check on Amazon to see if they had any in stock and lo and behold, the GoPro website had it in stock. So I ordered it. And I saw an advert for their GoPro Plus subscription and a free trial, so, so I took that. So I ordered something, ordered a product from GoPro. It was dispatched quite quickly, got here. Nice packaging, products excellent. Plugged it in, it all works. But then I notice I've been charged twice for the same product. Just uh, just a PayPal problem. It's fine. I can sort that out easily. No problem. And I'm a GoPro Plus subscriber because I've signed up for the free trial. So I know that for GoPro Plus, you can upload unlimited GoPro footage to their cloud storage. If you lose your GoPro, they'll replace it. No questions asked. And you get priority support. Well, this is fantastic. Oh, this won't take long. I'm thinking this won't take long to, to sort out. So I go on their website and there's no email address to email anyone. Oh, this doesn't look good, does it? But there is live chat. So I go on live chat. Oh, there's no, there's no operators available at the moment. Okay. I ring and I speak to someone and they say, oh, well, you know, they start setting expectations. We'll have to, this will take a while. We'll have to raise this. We'll have to raise that. Okay, fine. So I log in. I hear nothing back. So I call back and I have to go through the same process again. Oh, this and that, this and that, who are you, blah, blah, blah. Waiting ages on the phone. It becomes apparent the last person I talked to hadn't done what he was supposed to do. So I thought, oh, I'm not really happy about that. Why haven't they done it? Then the person I'm talking to gets quite stroppy. Then I ask to speak to a manager and they won't put me through. And now starts the problem. 
I'm dealing with a call centre where the staff just don't seem to care or are a bit incompetent. Now, you could say that's not GoPro's fault, but it's quite clear GoPro clearly doesn't invest much in their customer support or their customer services. So long story short, I spent a lot of time communicating with this call center. I spent a lot of time on the phone to them and I think it probably took about a month to get my refund put through. I did get my refund finally, but it took a month and a lot of people probably would have just given up. They just wouldn't have bothered with it. And, and that is probably a shame, but that's probably the reality of it. A lot of people just wouldn't have bothered. It was so much hassle to get a refund for something that, that was someone else's fault. And I actually tweeted to GoPro through this account. I said, GoPro, your customer services make me want to go to your competitor. I regret buying GoPro and I rather, I wish I'd gone with DJI. I don't know that DJI any better, but based on the experience I had, I was so annoyed with GoPro that it's tarnished, tarnished their reputation. So I canceled my Plus subscription because, well, it didn't really seem to deliver. The uploading wasn't fantastic. That's not necessarily GoPro's fault, it could be my fault. It didn't do what it said it did. I didn't get priority support. It was incredibly annoying. When you phone up, you're asked, is this related to GoPro Plus or something you bought? Well, it's something I bought, so. I'll go through to that section. Can't ever get live chat, even if you tick you're a GoPro Plus user. You, know, you don't really get any live chat. Even when you're logged in, you still get the same problem. So it's dire. Now, GoPros do have things go wrong with them. They're not the most reliable of brands. I mean, imagine I did have GoPro Plus and I, I dropped my GoPro while canoeing. How easy would it be to get a no cribble replacement? No questions asked replacement of my GoPro. Well, I have no faith in them that they would be able to deliver that based on my experience of what I've dealt with. And that's that's a problem. When your faith in a company goes, you're not gonna use them again. You're not gonna to want to use them again because your faith in them is gone. So GoPro, they didn't bother tweeting me back. I didn't get a reply when I tweeted them. Maybe they're just inundated with people complaining about customer service. I looked on one review website and everyone seemed to have the same problem. They just ranted and raved about GoPro's customer service and how dreadful it was and how resolving a problem was terrible. So when the GoPro 8 comes out, I probably won't be buying it simply because should there be a problem, it won't get resolved anytime soon. I bought a hard disk from Amazon and it was a Western Digital Passport. And the idea is when you're out in the field, you can plug your SD card in, it copies everything across. You can then access it via Wi-Fi. you can stream it. It's fantastic. It syncs with Filmic Pro, it syncs with other apps like LumaFusion, it backs up to the cloud. It does all these wonderful things. Yet when I used it, the Wi-Fi wasn't working. So immediately I have the option of returning it because I bought it from Amazon. The returns process is easy, it's not a hassle, and I'm quite happy. So the product does not work. I'm not an idiot when it comes to technology. It functions as a hard disk, but it doesn't work with the wireless capacity, which is what I need it to work for. When I plugged in an SD card, it didn't copy anything over. I could contact Western Digital Support, but no, I, I think the product doesn't work and I'm not fixing it after purchasing it. If it worked for a while and then stopped working, it would be a different matter, but when it came to my door, it wasn't working, so I'm returning it. Now, I have returned a couple of things from Amazon before, and they've been super, and that's why I continue to shop with Amazon. Price is good, I get things quite promptly, and if there is a problem, they, they sort it out. They know what they're doing in that regard. So while I'm really cautious of ever buying anything from GoPro again, I'll certainly use Amazon again. And I used a hiring website, and there was this bizarre 
problem that probably doesn't crop up very often. But the hiring website just didn't seem to care. They didn't seem to care and they were ever so slightly patronising. Now, when you're hiring equipment or when you're lending equipment, you really don't want things to go wrong. Because if things go wrong, you could be out of pocket for a significant amount of money. When you hire something, you put down a £500 deposit. When you hire a bit of kit, when you, and you take out insurance and stuff, when you loan things to people, you want it to come back working. So this website, again, a, a very small problem. They seemed unable to deal with professionally. They couldn't deal with it, which made me really worry about, God, what happens if something, you know, I, I send a piece of equipment back to them and it gets lost in post? They're just going to take my £500 and, and that'll be that. So again, did a bit of research and found that, surprise, surprise, I was not the only one who had a bit of concern about how they got on and did things. So what does this mean for, for you as photographers? What does this mean for you as camera buyers? Well, we're in an age of information, which is fantastic. And it, information is democratised, which is really good. And we need to be aware of fake information and fake news. But I could find out very quickly if I was the only one. Is it just me? Oh, no, it's not. Because I could go on sites like Trustpilot and see what other people's experience was. Now, you might say most people will write a review if they're unhappy. Now, I, I use Trustpilot and I generally do write reviews if I'm unhappy. I'm that type of person. I don't make excuses for it. That's me. That's what you get. But I also write reviews when I'm really pleased with something. And I've started just to write more reviews so that you can see, well, that company, he felt was satisfactory. This company felt was excellent. This company felt was terrible. I'm not just writing bad reviews. I'm writing all reviews, to be honest. I'm, I'm reviewing much more because I find the process of checking up on a company and seeing what they're like for more than one user really useful. So my aim is to help people be able to do that. So do check out a company before you use them. Not all companies are the same. Not all companies are, are going to give you equal service. Interestingly, when I tried getting my money back for the refund from PayPal, they turned me down the first time. They sided with the seller, which I, I found incredible. In PayPal, there's only two ways you can sort of raise a case. Your item didn't arrive or you've not been charged the correct amount of money. How do you raise a case for I was charged twice? So PayPal initially didn't give me my money back through raising it through them. So working out if a company is going to fulfill its duty is quite key. It's probably worth looking into their customer services. If you're going to sign up for a company for a subscription service, so you might have a subscription for your photography editing suite. You might have a subscription for your video editing suite. You need to sign up for a year to get the best price. So do you want to pay up front for something that is not going to be very good. So just a little bit of research will help and maybe I should have done my research. In my position, I wasn't really able to do research because I was trying to get something that was hard to get hold of. And I bought at the first opportunity and I made the mistake of thinking GoPro would be a reputable brand and feel so let down and annoyed with them that I'm going to publicly name and shame them in my podcast. I'm entitled to my opinion and they haven't done anything to change my opinion of them since letting me down. So to hell with it, I'm going to accurately report what happened and people can make their own minds up. So the point of this episode wasn't just to moan at GoPro and point out that they're not very good. The point of this episode was to talk about general things within photography, services and gear and just to remind people that things can go wrong and to do a bit of research before 
you give someone your hard-earned cash. Thank you. Goodbye.